Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. This segment of the show is brought to you by the Values Institute and features Roseanne Levy of the Rourke Group, LLC, from Danbury, Connecticut. Roseanne, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bill. I'm delighted to be here. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, and we are going to talk about uh, your link to financial success, but before we get into that, uh, we're always uh, asking our guests to share a little bit about their background and how you got into this particular line of work. So could you help us out there? Oh, absolutely. Well, I guess you can say I'm a seasoned business owner. I've been doing this for a very long time, initially in New York City. Um, I started with my husband in business in 1986. He's a CPA, and uh, he needed help with his marketing. Uh, so he, he called upon me after I left the travel industry after 20 years. Uh, he said, why don't you come and help me out? And I said, hey, you know, who better can I help? I mean, where, where do I have a vested interest? Mm-hmm. So I joined him, and um, we grew the business in just 12 years, just through networking and meeting people and building relationships, and it was a blast. We had a blast. It was a lot of fun. In addition, I happen to be an award-winning author. Uh, I wrote my memoir. It's called It's Never Too Late to Dance, Life's Journey to Empowerment, Success, and Change. And uh, it's also a good read. That's great. I so, did build three three successful businesses in New York, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from our um, accounting consulting business, we formed the Family Business Council of Greater New York, uh, which we ran for over twelve years, and that was uh, that became my baby, uh, a membership, a non for profit organization for people in family owned businesses. I what I tell people is think about your family and think about working with them. So we addressed mm-hmm. many issues of uh, families who work together and really help them resolve. Them. And and that's where you are now is with the Rourke Group basically helps with strategic consulting, right, for small and mid-sized and family-owned businesses. So it, the first stage is what? Finding out what's the problem? What, what do we need to work on? Is that how you start? Right, right. I mean, you go in and, and you kind of, you know, find out what, what are they dealing with? What are their major issues? And, um, you know, just from there, we you know, work with the family, work with all members of the family. Of course, all the family members have to be in agreement uh, to say, okay, we want to make this better, we want it to work, because God knows in many cases they're not interested in cooperating and they each go their own way, and then the business tends to not thrive or survive. It really can go under. Um, Many, many stories. One of the reasons I wrote my book was because of that, and there is a full chapter on the uh, on families and business and some of the issues that they had to deal with. And plus, I had my own family business. I had two of my sons who worked with us as well. So we're very much on top of what families go through. And I did have one member, <laughs> I love to share this, uh, who said, um, gosh, if we could only learn to run our businesses with our heads and not our hearts, we'd be a lot more successful. So that's always stayed with me, and it's really the truth. I like that. And now you, you know, call- I've also been very active in organizations in New York. Um, I believe in just really being out there and, and 
creating relationships and connecting people and, and just helping them grow, and it, which helps me grow. And that's really where I come from, and it certainly has been very good to me. You are a big-time networker. You've been, in, <laughs> you've been networking for a long time, and you work with a lot of different organizations, don't you? I do. I do. Um, You're a people person. I'm very fortunate. I, <laughs> I really, aside from my own organization, which was initially called the Family Business Council of Greater New York, when we then created it, uh, changed the name to the Small and Family Business Foundation. Um, I also worked with, was so active in the New York Chamber of Commerce that people thought I was employed by them. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also involved with the New York Society of Association Executives and I mean, all of this, listen, I'm not going to say I was altruistic in, in my reasons, aside from my loving to do it. It was also looking for business, and I really recommend this to anybody out there who wants to grow their business, to get involved with, with an organization where you it uh, reflects your target market or what are you looking for, what's your goal by being involved with this organization. Um, for instance, we were involved with the New York Restaurant Association, and up here we got involved with the New England Culinary Group because we also work with um, restaurateurs as well as family businesses. So there are so many avenues that you can, you know, connect with that really will help you to build your business. So find something that you love and get out there and get involved with it heavily and, and good things will happen, right? So Absolutely. So, Roseanne, uh, you call your business the your on-call CFO, don't you? Right. Is that right? So tell us what that right. means. We what does that mean? That. To- we just changed it. It was oh. initially your link to financial success, um, which I believe we are. Uh, because my husband is a CPA, um, of course, a lot of it, you know, was around the financial management of the company. Um, but what I learned recently, and this is something that, you know, your listeners and, and people who are growing businesses have to be aware of, when you have a, you're trying to brand your business and you want your, your tagline, or your USP, uh, when you're looking to pick one out or change one, it's important that it reflects what your business is and what you do. Um, Many people, interestingly enough, don't know what the Row Art Group is, and the reason it's the Row Art is, Row is for Roseanne and Art is for Artie, so I tell people that so it becomes more clear. But they don't know what that means. So my tagline is going to reflect what my business is. When we were your link to financial success, many people thought we were financial planners. But the fact is, is we are not financial planners. We really are strategic consultants, and we go in and really look at the systems and then implement structure where they can grow efficiently, efficiently and be more productive. So it just hit me. What we really do or what my husband does is he is like your on-call CFO. Mm-hmm. He goes in and structures all of their uh, financial management, you know, looks at everything, look, looks at the controls, and implements what ha- what changes have to be made so that they can grow and go forward and become more profitable. So very, very uh, common with entrepreneurs. He likes to say he puts out fires. He mm-hmm. goes in and really, really straightens them out. And I, on the other hand, do marketing. So I go in, and not, aside from marketing my own company, I'm helping small businesses, family businesses, and restaurateurs to really grow their business through the marketing end. Well, it's a dynamic combination because those are two of the biggies out there when you're working with a business is how do I 
build business through marketing and then how do I manage it through my financials? So I think you've got a great, right. great idea put together there and a great team. Um, Roseanne, right, we're right. going we're, we're to take a one-minute break and then we're going to come back and talk about some client stories and then some tips, ideas, and precautions for our listeners. So please hang, hang in there with us for a minute. We'll be right back after this commercial. Okay. Thank you. It's a fact. Did you know that most businesses overspend by 10 to 30% on their payment processing solutions? At Merchant Financial Services, we support merchants and their spirit of entrepreneurism and enterprise by delivering truly superior solutions that cut operating expenses and increase revenue. To learn how you can decrease expenses and increase profits and expand your service offerings with innovative solutions, contact Veronica Saldivar at 949-468-2010. That's 949-468-2010. At ExitCoachRadio.com, we're interviewing over 100 top advisors to get you one-minute tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new content daily at 6 a.m. and 1 p.m. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Welcome back, friends. Uh, Just a reminder that we've interviewed dozens of advisors on a wide variety of topics, and you'll find all of their interviews and highlights online at exacoachradio.com or on iTunes at itunes.exacoachradio.com. And I am interviewing Roseanne Levy of the Roart Group, LLC. And Roseanne, before the break, we talked about your unique combination. You have the marketing and art. Your husband has the financial background, so you're able to come into a company and really do a great assessment as to what they need in both of those areas. What changes are you seeing in today's environment, or what's new out there? Uh, well, from the world I grew up in, the the biggest change, and I'm sure you hear from this from many people, is uh, social media. I mean, it's really changed the way we all seek new business and the way we build relationships and the way we network. I mean, the Internet is, is just taking over. I personally am still a um, great believer in, yes, you need to be part of the social media uh, network. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Google+. Plus. I, I know I have to be there. But I really, because otherwise I'd be a dinosaur, but I really feel, I still believe very, very strongly the best way to do it is to really, like, meet people in person, be involved in groups. I run, I happen to run, I founded, since we've moved to Connecticut, I founded a group called Connect More. And we actually just had a meeting yesterday. I have two uh, two chapters. One is in Stanford, Connecticut. One is in Brookfield, Connecticut. It's a group where we are like-minded professionals that are building good quality, solid relationships in which we can um, get to know one, of the, one another, uh, give referrals, build the trust, build friendships, which all ultimately leads to new business. And that's what I'm about, and that's what my organization is about. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm almost to the point of overwhelmed with it because the response is so great up here. It, it's thrilling. Uh, we do have a meetup site for that, and people have been sending such wonderful uh, testimonials and comments about how, how great this gr- group is. Um, it's, it's only like a couple of years. So it's, it's really fabulous. So people are still looking out there with uh, to network in person, live people, as well as the social um, the social network. It, it's equally as important. Well, it's a good combination, but it reminds me of when I was uh, just starting off, and I remember people would tell me, look, the, the telephone is a tool to set a face-to-face appointment. 
And that, kind of what we're at, where we're at now is some of these other things are best used to do some superficial communications. But like you said, I agree that the best relationships are going to be struck when you're face to face to some with someone. And I think people are craving that now more than ever. I totally agree. I, I, and I do believe it's, it's coming back. I mean, I see it. I see it in my groups that mm-hmm. more and more people are coming and, and wanting, you know, to meet and build those relationships. I mean, listen, I'm not against it. I love the Internet. I love email. I mean, I'm just as crazy as everybody else out there. But I'm going to tell you, it is so nice when you actually meet someone and shake their hand and say, hi, hey, let's have lunch. You know, well, let's have yes. a drink. Or, yeah. you, know, you know, do you have pets? What are your favorite sports teams? Let me get to know you. And I think that is so, so important, uh, especially in today's world. We've gone through such a tough time the last few years with the economy really being so tight and, uh, you know, people really struggling that it's almost, this is like a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. So I'm so pleased with what we're doing and, and just being out there helping, you know, the little guys and even with my group. It's, it's really great. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Very good. So share with us a couple of client stories, Roseanne. What do you have for oh, us? Oh, you want to read my book? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing, Bill. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, we will. Family we'll... stories. I have so many family stories. I mean, they're a lot of fun. Um, I have one story that was, um, were two brothers who, um, you know, I'm a, I really believe sibling rivalry pl- plays a part in a lot of the family businesses. It's just a fact of life. Um, and these two brothers were equal partners, but there was one clearly that did the heavy lifting. And um, the other brother, you know, he thought he was doing the heavy lifting on his in his own way. And he really wanted his brother to respect him. But, in fact, he really was taking a back seat. I mean, part of the problem is he really wasn't clear on how to do it, but yet... I guess his ego or what have you didn't allow him to go to his brother and say, you know what, I really don't get this. I don't know how to handle it. So we came in and met with them, and we did what you call, I like to call a discovery and inspection, and we really worked with them for months and months and months. And initially the outcome, to save the family, and sometimes you have to do this, um, the outcome was that one brother bought the other one out. Mm -hmm. Because if that didn't, happen, and that was the best outcome that could have happened, what was happening, what what seemed to get in the way through this whole mediation uh, experience was that, you know, they were fighting while this was going on, and there was like no end result that was going to be a win-win for anybody. So it turned out the best solution was for one brother to keep the business and buy the other brother out, and that's what happened, and today they're brotherly love and the other brother found a very nice business for himself and they're they're doing their own thing but yet they maintained a good family relationship so that was one story i want to tell you one quick story if i might bill which i thought was so interesting in my family business council please we had a meeting once and focused on what did children in a family business call their parents and i never thought anything about this because my kids always called us Roseanne and Artie and it never dawned on me i mean it didn't bother me and i got it but these People, there were so many people, one person said, I'm not having my children call me by my first name. And I said, well, well what, do they call, what do they call you? And they said, by my initials. They called the mother by her initials and the father by his initials. That was one. Another one said, I was only allowed to call my father dad, ever. He, the, the man was 45 years old. He says, I, I could only call him dad in the family business. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, how did you handle that? He said, I had a lot of therapy. 
was so funny. I mean, here's a grown man. Uh-huh. That's okay if it works, you know. It's got to work for you. Um, it, another story. Do I have the time to tell you a quick little restaurant story? Yeah, one quick story would be good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a restaurant owner, she had decided to open a second restaurant. She had a very successful restaurant in one community, and she was doing so well, she decided to open up a second restaurant, and uh, I guess I call it the sister restaurant. She copied everything the same, exactly the same. She duplicated what she did in one community to the other community. The fact of the matter is both communities, the culture was different. So she was really after a different crowd, but she didn't know it. And so what was happening was the west, the restaurant, the second restaurant, really just wasn't getting off the ground. And it was, I mean, she was ready to close her doors until she called us in. And we literally helped her turn the restaurant around, um, revamping. I was, we were going to do a, a relaunch. She didn't need to because she really, she was great. She listened to all of our recommendations, suggestions, and uh, through training her staff and having, and also implementing social networking because she didn't have any of that, Facebook and all of that. And also... Um, just coming up with new marketing strategies, the restaurant turned around, and it was so gratifying to see because she's really doing very, very well in both restaurants now. So it was great. It was great. Well, it sounds like you come in with a great deal of experience and uh, vision to help businesses. And Roseanne, um, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. But tell us your quick tip here. You have one quick tip on here. What? What? Network. 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 <laughs> that's build relations, it. <laughs> join associations, get involved, do social networking, and be out there and build your relationships. Be a people person like Roseanne. Uh, how do people <laughs> get in touch with you and Art? What's the best way? Okay, our website is www.theroartgroup.com. That's T H E R O A R T Group.com. Okay. You have to say the Roart. And you have a, a newsletter and an ebook, How to Control Cash Flow, available there as well, right? Right. They can get that on our website. Uh, they can sign up for our newsletter and just sign up for it, and we will send them a copy of our ebook. We also give free consults. We're on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. And uh, all that good stuff. And we're going to put a link to your book, uh, It's Never Too Late to Dance, Life's Journey to Empowerment, Success, and Change, on our website at exacoachradio.com. Roseanne, thanks so much for joining thanks us. Amazon.com. And also at Amazon. Thanks very much for joining us. It's been a delight. And we'll be right back thanks so after. so much. I enjoyed it a lot. I hope I helped. <laughs> Thank you very much. We'll be right back after this commercial. At ExitCoachRadio.com, we're interviewing over 100 top advisors to get you one-minute tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new content daily at 6 a.m. and 1 p.m. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 